Hello and welcome to Pause Pop, positively pop culture, where we talk about things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm KW Taylor. And I'm Carrie Gessner. And this week is our 100th episode. So we have some silly fun stuff planned. Yay! Did you ever think we would get to this many episodes? We've already passed multiple other anniversaries and milestones, but this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, I didn't really think about it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think part of that is because, you know, in the pandemic, it feels like it's been two months and also two years. So I'm like, what day is it? What what month is it? (laughs) What about you? Did you think we would get here? I don't know. I yeah, maybe. But I also it's surprising how this is this has been a pretty easy, happy thing to do, especially during this weird time. And Mm -hmm. during that time, like, we both have different jobs. You're living in the same state as me for the first time. And so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a nice constant and Mm -hmm. something to look forward to. So absolutely, I'm glad people are listening and enjoying what we think of as probably just, hey, let's just have like a conversation about what we've been watching (laughs) yeah yeah and that's been really nice because in the times when I haven't seen a lot of people like first when we were in lockdown and then now when I live alone and I just go to work basically it's nice to have this sort of connection yeah yeah cool well I hope people are enjoying it yeah I think the best to me the best podcasts are ones where it feels like they would have these conversations even if they weren't you know, producing them for the world. Yes. And so I hope that comes across that we used to have conversations like this in real life. So, <laughs> so yeah. And we've got some exciting news. This is kind of your baby. So you want to tell us about this fun stuff you got planned for us? Yeah. Well, we've been doing this for two years, which is absolutely wild. And <laughs> sometimes I get sick of looking at the same things all the time. So a couple weeks ago, I just decided to switch it up with the logo colors and stuff like that and also we are going through a neon phase so (laughs) (laughs) so we wanted something bright and we have a new logo so if you saw that thank you and if you did not maybe go back and check it out it's same ish logo but new colors new fun colors so yeah we're just trying to stay fresh and exciting yeah and along with that we might have some merch coming with the new color stuff. So we're working on that and stay tuned. We'll let you know when it goes up. Yeah. We have other ideas for some other new things that would just kind of freshen things up a little bit. So we'll definitely start to discuss that when they go live. But mm-hmm. yeah, I really love it. We we workshopped a couple different color schemes. This color scheme I'm sort of mentally referring to as the watermelon era. So <laughs> I enjoy that it's but it's you know bright and nature based but still neon which we enjoy and it has like a both a new and a retro feel to it which i think also reflects our personal sensibilities mm-hmm. so for sure yeah so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a couple silly segments here today and you picked this one out so tell us what we're going to do first i did i had a lot of fun last time when we did some BuzzFeed quizzes. I think that was almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. And we found one today called How Much Were You Paying Attention to Pop Culture This Week? (laughs) (laughs) 
And I think it's going to be interesting because I don't always pay that much attention. So, <laughs> Which is ironic given what we do, but I know it's so hard. Everything moves at the speed of, of light these days. I know that mm-hmm. I have a lot of young people that I talk to about things they're consuming and they, they tell me stuff to follow and pay attention to, but I missed and seriously, every morning before I even get up, I read like a little news feed of like stuff happening in the world with both news, but also pop culture. And I swear there are people that are featured on these things that I'm like, who is that? Why, why is this a person? Like, so I don't think anyone could pay attention to absolutely every right. pop culture thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how we do. Let's, <laughs> let's dive right in. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Read us the first question. We'll kind of okay. t- trade it off and back and forth. Question one. Earlier this week, a young actor released a first look at their upcoming movie, Who Was It? And the choices are Madeline Klein, Knives Out 2, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Dylan O'Brien, Not Okay, or Timothy Chalamet, Wonka. Okay, I'm going to lock in my answer. Me too. Oh, I was right. I was as well. Okay. We both picked Timothy Chalamet, Wonka. And he released a photo of him on set. And I remember it because everyone was comparing him to Grover from A Muppet Christmas Carol, I think. Oh, (laughs) I can see that. His top hat looks like chocolate, which is interesting. Mm. I also like to mispronounce his name as Timothée Chalamet (laughs) because it's funny. He's a handsome man. I don't know who some of these other people are. I don't know who Madeline Klein or Dylan O'Brien are. Okay. So, yeah. I know who one of those people is. <laughs> <laughs> I know who the other, I know Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland, though. So that's, right. that's what's You're important. You're doing well. Yeah, 50%. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll read the second one. So Adele's fourth studio album, 30, is almost upon us. When is the release date? Is it October 29th, November 5th, November 19th, or December 3rd? Okay. Locking it in. Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, I got it right. Oh, good. So what was the correct answer? The correct answer is November 19th. And the reason I know that (laughs) is because Taylor Swift's re-release of Red was supposed to come out that day. And she bumped it a week earlier. And I heard speculation that it was because Adele's album was coming out on that day. (laughs) (laughs) Probably pretty smart. Okay. Hollywood is all about reboots right now. In that vein, we finally got the trailer for Scream, due in 2022. The fifth installment stars which young actor as Tara, or more aptly, the girl who plays homage to Drew Barrymore's iconic opening scene? The answers are Dove Cameron, Jenna Ortega, Madison Bailey, or Millie Bobby Brown. Ooh, I'm wrong. Oh, I'm right. Oh, okay. And the answer is Jenna Ortega. And the reason I know that, see, this is you got to have friends because my friend <laughs> texted me and was she said something about the trailer, about how silly the girl was acting or something. I don't remember exactly. But then I was like, OK, I'll go watch it. <laughs> so then I watched it, which I'm not really even interested in it. But Oh, well, I guessed Millie Bobby Brown because okay. she is one of only two of the people in the choices that I had heard of. So. <laughs> I thought I could have seen her doing that. Okay. Okay. Which Hollywood star announced that they are taking a little sabbatical from movie making? Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds, Michael Caine, or Jake Gyllenhaal? 
I got it right. Me too. It was the right answer. It is Ryan Reynolds. He said that he just finished his holiday movie Spirited and he is taking a little break and Blake Lively joked that Michael Caine did it first because Michael Caine did say he was retiring, which is not the same as taking a little sabbatical. So <laughs> I'll be sad not to see Ryan Reynolds movies, but you know, they have little kids and I can see wanting to take a little rest. So yeah. Good for him. You can always rewatch things. That's right. That's right. I still want to see Free Guy. That looks really cute. Mm -hmm. So, Okay, the next one. The Harder They Fall, a black-led Western film due in theaters and Netflix this week, does not star Winston Duke, Regina King, Idris Elba, or Dion Cole. Oh, and I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Who did you say? I picked Dion Cole. Me too. Okay. Because he's the one I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the correct answer is Winston Duke will not be in it, but the rest of them will be. All right. That movie does look very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. DC Comics hosted its annual DC Fandom this week. Which of these is not an upcoming movie from the company? Peacemaker starring John Cena, The Batman starring Robert Pattinson, Black Adam starring The Rock, or Wonder Woman 3 starring Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I don't know her name. I think it's well, now I'm questioning it. I always thought it was Godot, but now I'm questioning it. Anyway, I got it wrong. So Okay, I got it right. What did you pick? I picked Wonder Woman 3 because I hadn't seen that, but it says, I think this is a trick question. It is. <laughs> so the answer is Peacemaker, but... Because it's a series, not a movie. Oh, good so, yeah. <laughs> it is a trick question, but oh. I was excited to see that Wonder Woman 3 is in the works. That'll be exciting. Yes. And I hope it is a little bit better than 1984, but anyway. <laughs> Which I still enjoyed, but it was not as good as the first one. So. Correct. Yes. And finally, Squid Game has officially dethroned which show to become the most watched original series on Netflix. Is it Stranger Things, Bridgerton, You, or Lupin? I believe that's pronounced Lupin. <laughs> oh, is it Lupin? Okay. Only because I saw a commercial about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. I did get this question right, though. Good job. Me too. Yay. So the answer was Bridgerton. And so I got four out of eight correct. What about you? I got six out of eight. Oh. So I got <laughs> you did not pass the vibe check, Ooh. which is rude. That is rude. I got told the vibes are immaculate here, truly. <laughs> oh, dude. I apparently scored better... Than 90%, 97% of all other quiz takers, which doesn't seem correct. <laughs> well, I bet a lot of people are also not as up on everything and think, well, let's just see. So yeah. Anyway, that was pretty fun. That's hard. I actually, you know, what's funny is I actually take the weekly New York Times news quiz oh. that comes in my email every Friday. And I typically will get like 75%, 80% right. Okay. So I think I know more about more important things. <laughs> That's fine. And the other thing is like, I didn't really seek much of this out. I just sort of, this is what happens when you scroll through Twitter too much. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So let's kind of move on to our other thing that we wanted to do today that was fun was to just kind of talk about our absolute favorite things and then maybe speculate on what we think the other person's all-time favorite thing is in various categories of pop culture and media. 
So yeah, I think this is going to be interesting because sometimes my answers change depending on the day. Oh, yeah, of course. So let's just kind of go through some categories of things. So TV, we both watch a lot of TV. Some might say too much. (laughs) (laughs) So what think about what is your favorite all time favorite comedy series? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I've locked in my answer in my brain. Okay, I have two. And this is probably a newer favorite that has changed. So do we want to guess what the other person is going to say? Sure. I'm going to be so bad at this. No, I I am too. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you would say for this one. Oh, my gosh. Um, A newer comedy. Well, a newer answer to me. Okay. I don't know what you would say, to be perfectly honest. I don't feel like you watch as much comedy. That's correct. Yeah. But I have talked about this one. Oh, well, would it be what we, do in, what we do in the shadows? It would not be. Oh, okay. That's a good guess, though, because it, yeah. it is really good. I've been really enjoying that. I didn't try to trip you up, but you might not have been thinking animation, but I was thinking oh. Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes total sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so what would I, you, what did I say? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to guess The Good Place. Oh, I love The Good Place a lot, but I had kind of, I'd locked in The Office just because I've been listening to The Office Ladies podcast and that has deepened my enjoyment of it. And it really, I mean, like it lasted a long time and we did just do a not too long ago rewatch and I was like, you know, this was really good. So anyway. Cool. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. Yeah. Okay. The next category is drama TV show. Yeah, that's actually really hard. That's really hard. There's so much good. Okay. I have I have locked in an answer. Yes. Okay. I like how <laughs> we're saying that like we're on, I don't know, a TV game show. <laughs> oh, drama. See, the thing is, a lot of my drama shows are speculative, which is our next subgenre. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with something that you will absolutely not guess. Okay. But I recently started watching it. Actually, you might guess it just from that. But I'm picking it because I enjoy it. But also, I can't think of a lot of other strictly drama shows. Okay. So, but I've locked it in. Okay. Well, I was going to guess one. And then I was like, wait, no, that's speculative. (laughs) (laughs) You said you just started watching it. I'm going to guess for you that it's you. No. It oh, is okay. blind spot. Although you's a good oh. one, but you makes me feel icky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what what do you think mine was? Oh, I I'm gonna guess this is us. Oh. Well, that's a good one. I haven't really been watching that as much lately. Okay. <laughs> but I picked Mad Men mm. as more of a all time which I actually have not rewatched, partly because it does make you feel icky. Yeah. But it's still like high quality, so cool. Okay, speculative, speculative, speculative. <laughs> speculative. So including science fiction, fantasy, horror, all of those speculative genres. Okay, I have locked mine in. I have not yet. There's too many. This is this is the hard one. There's a lot. Yeah. <sighs> if we were making a top five TV show list, mm-hmm. at least yeah. four of those would be speculative for me oh of course that's why it's so hard okay i'm gonna go with 
again, a newer favorite of mine. Okay. So, locked in. Okay, great. Mine is an older favorite, something I've liked for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, a newer favorite of yours. Hmm. I have a guess for you, but it's probably wrong. Okay, but I'll go ahead. just guess it anyway. And it's The Haunting of Hill House. No, but thank you. That was a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I picked Orphan Black. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. That's a great one. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Newer to you. I was going to pick Fringe, but then you said newer. Yeah, I love Fringe. That's definitely in my top. 10 at least, if not top five, for sure. Great. I mean, I'm just still going to go with that one because I'm never going to guess. So Okay. Stranger Things. Okay. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. I cool. just consistently enjoy it and I probably will rewatch it eventually, but probably more in pre- preparation for the upcoming season. Nice. Okay. So let's, let's move to movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. The first subgenre is comedy. Yeah. I got one already. Oh, my gosh. I have to look up comedy movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's again a case where I don't think you consume a lot of comedy. Yeah, which is interesting. That is interesting. I don't think I do, but I actually do. Okay. Both TV and and film and also stand up and stuff, sketch comedy and whatnot. Okay, I've locked one in. I don't think you'll guess it. Sorry, just because I've never talked about it. Well, then I have absolutely no idea. Um, Pride and Prejudice is sort of technically a comedy, I guess. No, I did not think about that one as a comedy. No. Okay. I chose Tangled. Oh. Yeah, it's one of my all-time faves. And like we said, I don't watch a lot of comedy for some reason. But that's definitely a comedy and it's super cute and I love it. I Mm -hmm. saw that in the theater when it came out. Yeah. too, yeah. Very cute. Okay. So for you... Mm -hmm. I can't even think of any comedy titles. Well, I'll give you the hint that I know you've seen it. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I do not know. I'm just going to guess Mamma Mia. (laughs) (laughs) I do enjoy Mamma Mia, but I've never even seen the second one. Okay. But no, it was nine to five. Oh, oh my gosh. How how can I forget (laughs) that? Because you guessed... The movie that I made you watch, and I should have guessed yes. the movie that you made me watch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. Apologies. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's a classic of of workplace feminism in the early 80s. So it's my jam. Also, it's legit. And to me, it's legit funny. And like, I have bits of that fully memorized. So I have rewatched that quite a bit. Drama is going to be hard because I do feel like that has the TV problem of I don't watch a lot of film drama that isn't also speculative. Right. I can't even... Okay. I can remember the last drama film I saw in the theater, and it was pretty good. So I'm going to go with that because I can't really think of any others that I have lately voluntarily seen. So, And you'll not get it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, when was the last time she went to the theater? The last time she saw something other than Black Widow would be, like, January 2020. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Actually, it was probably even, I think it was in the fall of 2019. Oh, geez. Yeah. That I saw a non-speculative film in the theater. Wow. (laughs) I know. It's awful. The last movie I saw in the theater before COVID was Birds of Prey. Yes. Okay. That's a good one. 
Yes, but it's not a trauma. It is not. Do you have one? I do. It's locked in. Okay. I don't have a guess for you. I'm sorry. This, okay. I'm so bad at this. I I don't know if I have a guess for you either. This is just drama is not our thing. We are speculative. Yes. Ladies. I will give you a hint. Okay. You've already guessed it. <laughs> oh, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see, it's funny because I really think of Jane Austen material as comedies, even though they're not laugh out loud funny. They are yeah. romantic comedies. I guess I put them in drama because, yeah, it's more, there are big emotions and big stakes, I guess, yeah. for individuals. I don't know. Yeah. But I definitely yeah. put that in the drama category. Okay. Yeah. No clue what yours would be. <laughs> I'm going to look up whether it is considered, because it does have comedic elements. Okay. It is classified as a biographical film. It is not classified as either a drama or a comedy, but it features actors who are more known for comedy. And it was Can You Ever Forgive Me, which was oh. from late 2019 with Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. and Richard E. Grant. And it's based on the true story of the forger lady. And it's really good. So, yeah. Yeah. The cat dies, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was yeah. good. Okay. So moving on to something that is more our jam, speculative yes. movies. <laughs> yes. Oh golly. There's too many. It's really hard. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one that I do a lot of reading on. I've taught it before, and in terms of cross genre speculative, it is pretty groundbreaking oh and a gosh. classic. So that's what I'm locking in. <sighs> that gives me nothing, but I've locked in. <laughs> You've locked in? I've locked in. Yeah. And oh. you're not going to get it because there are so many speculative films that I like, even in the same series. <laughs> oh, in the same series. Okay. Groundbreaking. And that you've taught a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just guess the first Hunger Games movie for you. Oh, that's a good one. But no, I was thinking Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, that's a really good one, but no. <laughs> I, I'm i going to guess Mulholland Drive. I don't even know if that's speculative, but... <laughs> oh, it kind of is. And that, yeah, I really do enjoy that. But no, I picked Alien, the first Alien oh, movie. Oh, okay. Because it's a nice blend of sci-fi and horror, cool. which was not really done that much before. Very nice. Never yeah. would have guessed that for you, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I should have guessed. I should have guessed The Force Awakens for you, but it's okay. Yeah. On brand, but yes, I mean on on the down low that Mulholland Drive is legit a great film that everyone should see, but it's really trippy. So anyway, <laughs> okay, music. So we're just going genre, artist, and album. This is going to get really hard, and I don't know if we're going to even be able to guess these things for Maybe for each other. Do you just want to do genre and artist? Let's do that. I feel I like album is too redundant and yeah. yeah oh i gotta lock in genre i've locked mine in but i don't know if i don't know if you'll get it because it's not it's something i listen to a lot but some i haven't really talked about it much okay well i'll lock in my genre too and i'm gonna be a little outside the box but it's technically the genre i listen to the most okay even if it's not really good driving music or whatever so yeah okay I think for you, I'm actually going to guess classical. That's very close. 
I was okay. thinking like movie scores. Okay. So not quite the same, but yeah, I listened okay. to a lot of movie and video game scores. I just made like a giant Elder Scrolls Dragon Age playlist on nice. my music app. It's like eight hours long. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. But I like to listen to it when I write. And also I've been listening to a lot at work because it's there are no lyrics to distract me. Yeah. Well, I'll give you the clue that that's a similar logic for my pick too. Okay. I'm going to guess, I don't know what to call it, but I think EDM is not really correct but like <laughs> that stuff that you listen to yeah when you do your your pomodoro <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely up there i would okay. call it more because a lot of it's to me a little bit older so i call it electronica but okay. various electronic but that's not it i actually picked jazz oh. because i have been doing more instrumental jazz listening and especially like dave brubeck i was getting really into for doing writing and work cool but i still listen to a lot of electronic and edm and stuff like that but it's just not been as much lately yeah so. that's cool we like to work we like we like instrumental focus music <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now artist this is gonna be easier i think yes i mean it's obviously easy for me mine's locked in <laughs> mine's locked in too uh oh geez it's not easy for me to guess you well, yours is obviously Taylor Swift. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not surprising in that regard. Yeah. You think yours is easy? Mm -hmm. I do, but maybe not. Have you have you talked about them a lot? Mm -hmm. hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say Wade Morissette. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I I. Do not dislike Wade Morissette. I don't remember the last time I listened to very much of him, but that's okay. That's that's good. Um, <laughs> no, I would say David Bowie. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> no, it's okay. I know these things about you, and yet I do not remember them. <laughs> that's all right. I still, I would, I would still give big recommendations to Wade Morissette, but he has also not put out a new album in a long time. So, okay. yeah. I don't know what that was mo that. mostly a joke guess, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so then we move on to books and because books is way, like way too big and, and, you know, that changes a lot. But so we thought about what is your most reread book? And I have locked one in already. Yeah, I've locked one in. Okay. Okay. Books that you like. This is going to be another one that you think is really easy. <laughs> no, I don't think this one is easy. Okay. I don't think it's easy to guess yours, and I don't think mine is necessarily easy. Okay. So I'm going to guess yours is probably a Edith Wharton. Yes. So I'm going to say The Age of Innocence. No. No. Okay. <laughs> it was The House of Mirth. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. The Age of Innocence is one of hers, right? Yes. Okay. It's basically her most popular. Okay. And she won the Pulitzer for it. Oh, okay. Well, I was very close. Yes. Why do you like The House of Mirth better? It was the first one I read. Okay. And I don't really care for The Age of Innocence because it's all about a love triangle and like infidelity. And that's just not my jam, you know? Mm -hmm. And The House of Mirth is about a single woman like trying to navigate society and she's terrible at it and i love her 
And that was Gillian Anderson in the film adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, I saw that. Book for you. Let's see. I'll give you the clue that mine does have a love triangle in it, and I like that about it. <laughs> oh, gosh. But it's a similar genre. Is it something by Henry James? No, but you're very close. Okay. So it's A, a Room with a View by E.M. Forster. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I should have picked that one. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice short little, like, I love that book because it's so short, but mm-hmm. also has a lot of beautiful passages. Yeah. And there's a lot of interesting things that seem both sad and happy. So, yeah. Good. Cool. Yeah. I'm doing very terribly at this game. That's all right. <laughs> so our next category is theater. Mm-hmm. Favorite play. I've got it locked in and this is sort of pedestrian of me, but <laughs> yeah. I've got mine locked in and it's not what I said earlier. Oh, okay. Because I gave that away because I didn't understand the game. And (laughs) (laughs) this one I've seen more and I've seen also film adaptations of it. Okay. I'm going to guess Hamlet for you. No. Close-ish. I picked Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, okay. I love that one. That's That's a good one. Pedestrian. Mm. (laughs) But it's in a very similar vein to yours. Okay. Okay. A Midsummer Night's Dream? Oh, very close. It was Taming of the Shrew. Oh, cool. That's a good one as well. Yeah. Mostly because there's this really excellent 70s filmed version that was trying to be overtly feminist and use the Commedia dell'arte style. So it just has a lot of fun potential mm-hmm. and ways to read it. So Yeah, very cool. That's I believe that's on YouTube. It is, I think yes. you made me watch it one time. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing. I love it. <laughs> so favorite musical. Okay, mine is locked in. Mine is locked in too. I'm trying to remember when we had our episode where we talked about musicals. Yeah. I'm going to guess for you Phantom of the Opera, and I'm probably wrong. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. It was Wicked. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess for you... I feel like I've heard you talk about this one, but maybe I'm wrong. But I'm going to guess Les Mis. Oh, no. I like Les Mis a lot. But yeah, no, mine was Man of La Mancha. Oh, okay. A little more obscure, but... Yeah. Yeah. I also, like, really, really high-key love Grease, as problematic as it is. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. What are your thoughts on Grease 2? Grease 2 is in many ways better than the first Grease. (laughs) Yes, I agree. (laughs) But it it was not originally a stage musical, however, so it is disqualified and is only in the comedy film category. Gotcha. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, video game. Oh, this is hard. Yes. Hmm. Mine is locked in. Mine is locked in, too. Oh, gosh. Okay. I. For you, I think it's Skyrim. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Because it's... It was the first fantasy R- RPG I really played, and I've I've logged so many hours on that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I want to say Risk, but you play that. I feel like that's more of an in-person game than a video game. There is a video game version that I've only recently been playing, but you're very very close. Uh, Ticket to Ride 
No. Civilization. <laughs> okay. I don't These know are why all very jumped. similar. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> I have a lot of favorite video games, but Civilization is one that I still play, and I've been playing it for, I would say, about seven years or so, and I nice. keep coming back to it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Last category. Yeah. And then our listeners will be done. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, they're so bad at this. <laughs> Mercifully, they're like, thank goodness. <laughs> it is RPG game. Yeah. Role playing game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. RPG game is redundant. <laughs> it's like pin number. <laughs> ATM machine. Oh my gosh, I need to. Ugh. This is really hard. Are we talking like system? I think however you want to interpret it. I'm okay. going to be more specific and talk about an actual game. Um, I've got okay. it. I've got it locked in. Yeah. Okay. I've got mine locked in. Mine's easy, I think. Well, I think yours is Dungeons & Dragons. That's absolutely correct. Because it's the <laughs> one I play. I've played the most. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I feel like there's one about vampires. Mm-hmm. That's it. That I don't know the name of it. Vampire. Okay. <laughs> It is literally called just vampire. Just, just vampire. vampire the Masquerade, but there's also the sequel game Vampire the Requiem, and okay. there's other like offshoots. And I haven't even played it that recently, but it was still probably my favorite. Yeah, I just never. I've had friends that I've played it with before, but it's hard to get people to play that for some reason. Okay, but I like it a lot. So I'll play it with you. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, we don't know ourselves or each other. <laughs> As much as we should. You know me more than I know you. Oh, I'm an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just am forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> me too, though. <laughs> no, but that was fun. And I hope I hope listeners enjoyed it, even though we promised that we've cut out some of the dead space where we're just yes. guessing. <laughs> yes, it's very hard. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our 100th episode and that we hope you stick around for at least 100 more. Yeah, but next week we are going to go back to our normal format and we're going to talk about The Hunger Games, the HBO Max series, The Other Two, and the Hulu series, Only Murders in the Building. Our theme music is by Joseph McDade. You can find me on Twitter at Carrie Gessner. And you can find me on Twitter at KW Taylor Writer. And you can find us together on Twitter at Pause Pop Podcast. If you'd like to email us, you can do that at positivelypopculture at gmail.com. You can also find our website at PositivelyPopCulture.com. And please read us and review us on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy and safe. And join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop. <laughs> <laughs>